Time in the saddle. Here we are, another podcast bringing you the latest in cycling gear from around the world and locally. Uh, what's happening in terms of all things on two wheels? Uh, we welcome back uh, two absolute legends when it comes to time in the saddle. I'm just here to keep my voice going. These guys are the real, uh, the real brains behind this podcast. It's Jason Lint and of course Chris Willemser Jr. Welcome back. How's it, How's it Ryan? Are you hemorrhoids okay? How's it, yeah. guys? Yeah, yeah. We told everyone on last week's podcast you were away for the op, and uh, guaranteed only five people heard. Thanks. You feeling much better? Yeah, I'm much better. I can see you sitting, oh, so yeah. it's always a good thing. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> Kevin Milan and Vaughan Wilkinson here. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Good to Thanks have you both here. Yeah. From, from a brand that we, we've come to love over the years, and I'll tell you why, for many reasons personally, uh, but that brand is Garmin. And um, I really think when it comes to industry leaders, you're looking at the very, very best guys that are always 10 steps ahead of the pack. Um, I think it's almost like become not only the norm, but when people are looking for any kind of um, uh, tracking of their lifestyle, Garmin is the go-to. You guys are uh, uh, really have phenomenal product, and it's great to have both of you here to talk about what's available currently in the marketplace. And specifically, around cycling where we all know in South Africa there's a, a massive focus on, on, on safety on the road a massive focus on being um, up to date with what's available internationally and making sure we have that product as soon as possible so good to have you both here uh, how is the garment market in South Africa by the way I um, think uh, in cycling it's uh, very strong actually um, hmm. Garmin overall is doing very well on the wrist uh, wrist wearables as well so yeah looking good and in terms of your background, so you you guys are cyclists, are you runners, or you, uh, I mean, how? It's just a little bit about about yourselves. I mean, how? What, what do you enjoy doing? Kevin is uh, definitely the cyclist amongst us. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I just do general fitness you okay. know, in gym, CrossFit type of stuff. Yeah. But Kevin takes his cycling quite seriously. Eh? Right. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm an ex rower who needed uh, an outlet, so uh, I found cycling and I uh, mountain bike and I road bike and I uh, time trial. So I, I do it all. I think also a lot of people don't realize that you it, it helps to even have something on your wrist when you're doing any kind of activity. I mean, you mentioned the fact that you do CrossFit and you do various other kinds of, uh, of gym work. But that's also vitally important to track what it is you're doing in the gym and have something that's maybe not as big and bulky on your wrist, but something that ticks all the boxes in terms of doing gym work. Yeah, definitely. And uh, our newer products are even coming with rep counters in them. So it will count the reps for you depending on what exercise you're doing. So we definitely are moving that way and I think it's actually quite a big market that is still available for us to get into just mm. the general gym goer yeah um, I'm sure we'll create product going forward to to come up with a solution for that there was a time not not too long ago because I'd like to think it wasn't too long ago where Jason Chris and myself and I think every cyclist that's probably listened to this podcast has been cycling for a couple of years the the most state-of-the-art thing you could get in your bicycle was a cyclometer am I saying that is, is that what it's called yeah, I think we bounced from a normal speedometer cat eye thing. Yeah, that's a, it. That was that was to the a Polar S seven twenty to the forerunners of Edge, etc. And that was like I think everyone's introduction to how cool it could be to keep track of what it was you're doing. Now, um, th- now we've got so, d- uh, to the degree we've got products that Garmin are bringing out called like the 520. And I specifically want to talk about the 520 because this is technology that has uh, has been developed in the Western Cape that Garmin picked up and Garmin are now using in this amazing device. So guys, I think just uh, for those who don't know, because I, I used the, the starting point of using one of those old, old cyclometers as a great starting point just to see how far we've come in terms of the technology. The Garmin 520 does what? Exactly. 
Yeah, I think uh, just a quick correction there. The the five twenty is the the edge computer that uh, yes. picks up. That wasn't developed here. It was no. developed internationally. Was the technology for the, the, the radar? The radar, was, uh, right? So these don't come. Up, yeah. These don't come hand in hand. They don't come together. No, right. But um, they work together. They, they work, work together. together. That's right. correct. So let's take the radar out of the question. Talk about the five twenty. The five twenty itself. What does this do? Um, it's it's hard to actually uh, to start because it it covers almost everything. So it's got GPS. It gives you your speed, gives you your distance. It measures. It's got an altimeter in it, so it measures uh, the altitude climbed. Um, it connects to power meters, so it can give you your power data. Um, it it the new version is there's just a 520 plus that's been launched now has mapping on it as well. So it's you can waterproof. See it's waterproof, right. uh, IPX7, so uh, one meter for uh, half an hour. Um, that sounds like my mountain bike on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. A meter underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, I mean, this does everything. It, it, it does more than what we, you can actually imagine, but it has um, quite a few really, really good functions. Obviously, the typical cycling ones, um, but uh, we've added a lot of safety features into there as well. So, it's got incident detection if you fall off your bike. It'll, uh, it'll automatically… Stop there. Stop there. Guys, do you hear this? Incident detection. Yeah. Just never ends. So, yeah. so it picks up that you're dropping ra- drastically. From its current position, you're going to be sideways very quickly. It picks that up. Yeah, it picks that up. And then what it does is it, um, you've got to preload it and it'll dial whoever you've um, have, uh, asked it Perfect to dial. Right. <laughs> so what if I finish my ride and I just throw my bike down? Yeah, like I'm over it. Ambulance will be coming. <laughs> you're going to need a call from your dad. Yeah, you've got about a minute before to cancel it before okay. someone starts calling the police okay. or the ambulance. So... Yes, that's unbelievable. Again, like I used in the beginning, the reference from where we've come from in terms of the very first computers on a bicycle to where we are now, we've got state-of-the-art technology. Garmin's got this 520 out, now the 520S. Now let's talk about this, because I presume these came together. This is an amazing bit of kit as well. And what, again, I like about Garmin is that, um, and and, and this comes from even the, 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 the wrist wearables, is you can add things onto it. You can download software for it. So, hey, I got around to golf this weekend. I can download a golf course to my device, play the holes, keep my score on it. Um, whatever devices are coming out, there's huge compatibility between the stuff that's coming out and the products in the marketplace. Tell us about this little Magodi over here. Yeah, so f- following on in the safety theme, uh, there were a bunch of uh, very enthusiastic engineers in uh, Stellenbosch that started um, designing a, a radar uh, for the bike yeah. and uh, Garmin picked up on it and realized the potential and uh, with our sort of safety focus that we're heading towards um, picked up on it and now the radar will actually pick up cars from behind you from about 140 meters away it'll display on your edge or there's a standalone uh, unit that it would also um, if you don't have an edge that it, it works with and um, it'll tell you when those cars are arriving and it gives you um how if how fast they are what sort of threat level with different colors um and you can see instead of looking behind you you know that the car is coming up from behind you so this is incredible and i think that if anyone's listening especially our friend alan windy who's going to be coming soon uh on onto this podcast um i think this is phenomenal i think all people that are and we're moving towards this in the province moving away from our motor cars with the petrol prices going through the roof and getting onto bicycles this is a must-have i think for government workers who are on their bicycles uh if you used to have a, a a postal service that requires a bicycle to drop the post off this should come standard government should buy like a thousand of these and just stick them on all the government uh, uh bicycles yeah, that, that thing's use. probably about three times the price of a postman bike 
Well, listen, if it's subsidized by the government, you know, it can save a life. It's, it's well worth looking at investing and possibly getting a, a nice discount when you're buying like 3,000 units of them. Um, all right, so develop locally. Garmin's, well done, Garmin, and picking on, on up, up on what these guys have done locally and, and putting it into their, to, into their technology. Um, this, uh, let's talk about that. You brought that up. Retail. What, what, what's something? This, this retails independently. Yeah, so standalone, that unit would probably retail at three and a half. That's not bad. And then if mm. you get the bundled up version, so if you didn't have an edge unit to pair it to, okay. it's five and a half. <laughs> yeah. And it pairs just with all the edge units, obviously, yeah. not with It pairs wearables. with the Phoenix as well. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Get out of... Listen, guys, that's... I mean, what, what else can we say on this podcast? I mean, there's... I, I want to talk about some of the other units, like the wrist wearables, but now you've just blown us out the water with uh, uh, with what this can do. It's it's certainly... We should be sticking these on our bikes, Chris. Um, oh, for sure. Another um, safety feature that that has is that it is actually a, a light as well, so that when the cars are approaching, they see you, and then if... It starts to panic. It will, yes, as you can see, it's pretty bright. The quicker the car's coming, the brighter and yeah, faster so the light will flash to get okay, the attention of the car. Yeah, so it, it's adaptive it's to yeah, what's yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 Chris needs us. And you can see well, the light customers. from about a kilometer away as well. So it's, it's quite, a, quite a good light. It's very, very cool. And battery life? It's about five or six hours. Yeah. Six hours. Continuous yeah. use. What's the one above the 520s? Is there anything that's better that can do anything more than this can? Because at this, this stage, I, I, I doubt there's anything on the market that can do So we, have, we have an 820. Yeah. The 820 has a touch screen. Right. Uh, the 520 works with buttons. Still fine. Um, I mean, that's just yeah. a matter of preference, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's a matter of preference. Um, and then we have the 1030, which has just been launched, which is our premium device. And that has a, bigger a much bigger screen. It's more sort of cell phone sized. Right. Um, it's got routable maps. Um, Again, only for the Oaks that are really, I mean, this 520 will do it all. I mean, this is a great starting point, I think. Yeah, well, actually, for starting point, we've got an entry-level device at a 130, which is hardly entry-level. It, it does yeah. everything that you would want out of a cycle computer, but it's just a little bit smaller um, and neater. So it's also a great device. My pick's the 520S. Chris, what's what's your best seller in store? Listen, I found the 1030 is actually selling pretty well um, you guys got a battery pack as well for especially the endurance riders that normally runs out of battery power on yeah. the computers you get an extended uh, battery pack and that's actually cool for for guys doing a longer events or longer races mm. and that's a growing market as well but but for now i think it's the 820 yeah yeah i think chris is on it there 1030. Mm. And, and obviously the, the wearables, I mean, for yeah. us is, let, is let, super Let's talk about that next, yeah. So, so my very first entry to the, uh, to the Garmin family was the, was the 3. I, I'd always thought the 3, and I think Chris is still using the 3 at the moment. Yeah. Um, it was just because that design has been the Phoenix design forever. I mean, uh, why change something that's not broken? It works well. Mm. Everything can be housed inside it. But the technology, let's talk about the inside technology. If you're wondering why you should upgrade if you've still got the three or maybe pass the three on to another family member who doesn't have something on their wrist and get something like the 5X Plus or even something maybe not as big and, and, and boisterous, maybe just the five, which is really under the radar. It's a really nice piece. Or uh, what, what do you got on your wrist there? You got the 925. Nine, right? th- 935. 935. Yeah, I'm, w- I'm wearing a 935, which is uh, it's very similar to the Phoenix 5, but it's the triathlon version of the watch. So it's in a slimmed down shell. Okay. Um, well, let's start at the beginning. Let's start. The, where do we begin with a Garmin wearable? Where do we? Where does the line begin? Well, it just depends on uh, if you're looking at wearables. We have uh, fitness like running watches, and we also have wellness watches. Okay. So in the running department, we'd start with a four and a thirty. So that's just the basic right. uh, GPS enabled watch, uh, giving your basic speed, distance, and time 
of running. And then, like you said, moving through to 935, Phoenix 5, it just gets more and more advanced. So you've got the 430, the 35, the 235, mm. the 645, which is newly launched. It was our first product that um, the 645 Music actually has built-in music, so you can store the music on the watch, so you can just pair it to your headphones and go for a run. Mm. Then 735 has been around for a while, so that's a triathlon watch. 935 triathlon watch and then obviously the phoenix 5 as the flagship range and then the 5 has just been added on because now you've got the plus the 5 plus pretty much what the plus has done is it's added music and uh, mapping to to the watches so yeah. in the 5 range only the 5x had mapping preloaded on it now all of the units have mapping loaded to the unit as it comes yeah <laughs> and the good <coughs> news is is that i think that if you um, you must find this with your with your your customers that when you get somebody purchase something and I used Chris's three as an example and Jason also just had a, a recent recently up until a last trip holiday trip had one of the units guys that are buying are, are almost customers for life they're used to using the device they're at home with the device it becomes part of their um, active lifestyle and when something comes out they want to be the first to also get whatever's latest on the market yeah. you're finding that we do find uh, as soon as a newer version of a, a unit comes out guys are asking everyone's like okay that's <laughs> the one I want yeah so we also have a lot of people who, who have older units and they they never break and yeah. they, they want to keep them forever. Guys still riding so with 510s or 500s and H500s. Yeah, wow. it's like so four, five, six years old. They just don't break. So yeah. Yeah. That's it, it's good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go, look at mine. Do you remember this? Mild beauty. This has been so many through so many epics. It's been through so many of this. They give you like the whole history of the of the piece. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that uh, as a company, and this, and you know, a lot of other companies can can maybe learn from this if they haven't learned already. Is that uh, consumers are learning to change up the looks of devices. They don't just want a single set look for the device, whether it's a strap, whether it's a certain kind of a fit. And Garmin have quickly got onto it. They've got a, ma- a magnificent release system for their straps. In actual fact, I don't think anybody else has a system like this in place that makes it so easy to swap out a strap to a color, a different color, uh, a different look. Uh, if you're going to wear it as a, uh, a piece that you wear 24-7, 365, it's the process of getting rid of a, of a strap or changing your straps are magnificent. So Garmin have realized that people are wearing these devices not just to train, but for lifestyle as well. Yeah, uh, finished in the gym, they want to go out afterwards and they can change a strap Yeah, very quickly. So, the, I mean, you get the leather straps and stuff, and guys, I want to go get your leather strap all sweaty. Yeah. So you pop on the silicone strap when you're done, pop the leather strap back on. Um, when we have expos and we're at the expos, that's actually one of the our biggest sellers is the, the straps. People come in, buy three or four at a time. Yeah so that they've got the variety, change your watch up every two weeks, pretty much. All right, so let's talk quickly about availability. There, All the new stuff that we spoke about now is available everywhere, basically. You guys stock uh, literally not only these guys' stores, but Sportsman's Warehouse, uh, Cape Union, Mart, uh, other stockists locally that you, that are big suppliers of, yeah, of your you product. probably got Total Sports, Total Sportsman's, Sports. Cape Union, and then the independent cyclists, especially sure. for edge units, is yeah. generally where we, we like to send the guys. Uh, you know, they come and buy their bikes there. The guys can help them in-store, set it up. So, and at every expo, every expo you guys are there. If you need any kind of advice on what to buy, that's good for you and your bicycle and your setup. Go and see the guys. The guys are phenomenal. The, the setups, and again, Jason, you and Chris, at both your stores, you really are good at advice. And I, I don't see uh, much in terms of other uh, other competitors uh, coming near. I've I've used a couple of other devices, and personally, without being uh, uh, without one on my wrist, I can tell you right now that it's I'm a massive fan of your product. So, uh, just a huge thanks for for coming to chat to us a little bit about what's available in the 
the marketplace and specifically for cyclists what is out there folks you're going to go and need go stop in one of the stores and go and see what's good for you don't be out in the road without one of these devices on your uh, on your bicycle and more importantly look into investing in something that warns you uh, especially this, this detection system it picks up if traffic's behind you. I think it's invaluable. You've got kids going to school. They don't have to be on a mountain bike climbing over mountains. They can be just simply going down the road to school. I think this is... And, and it clips off. It doesn't stay on the bike. If you're worried about it being maybe stolen at school, it clips off the device. They can put it in their school bag and carry on with the rest of the day at school. Uh, guys, just a huge thanks to you both coming in and chatting about the products. I look forward to having you back as guests to talk about what the future has in store for Garmin. Uh, I know that, uh, like I said, as a, as a massive fan, I'm excited about what the future has for Garmin. Thank you very much. Yeah, stunning. Like to be back. Licker, Jason, what's happening in your life, my man? Have you been on the bicycle? I have. I got back from Bergen Bush recently, so that was fun. And then, yeah, excited about this afternoon. We've started weekly rides from the giant Cape Town shop, so we'll do a little loop in the city bowl on all the single track there. So from four thirty. For those who can't get off work early, we'll move the start time a bit later as the sun sets later. And mm. today we've got Traeger Grills coming to Oof. us. So they'll uh, slow smoke and cook some meats so that we can char after the ride. Do Traeger make a nice Prager? They make amazing stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay, Traeger, I will see you a bit later on. Willemse Jr., what mark you? Also started riding now. Yeah, about that, time. Uh, yeah, that, uh, actually three hours this morning. <laughs> yo, yo, what's the time <laughs> in the saddle for the week, chaps? I've had an hour and a half Okay. on my mountain bike. Um, I don't even own a bike. I'll do about eight. I'll eight hours. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you cool. you 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 take the uh, you've got the yellow jersey to the, this week. Yeah. 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 No, Someone's gonna have, have to beat week. that. It's that's a lot. Well, you we haven't given us yours. No. No. Well, if we start his week, what is it? Sunday to Sunday. So it's, I'll only yeah, clock mon- three. Monday's the international day off, okay. so <laughs> never do anything on a Monday. But uh, but my Monday ride counts. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Okay. But you're not a you're not an international. Cyclist, yeah, exactly. if you're riding on a Monday. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't ride Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, no, I ride Saturday and Sunday. I put in my big miles there. Cool. Lovely. Chris, uh, what's happening in terms of the uh, local fun cycling, uh, cycling-wise? Uh, this weekend's the Derby Dash. Remember that one? Mm. So tough one. So that's happening this weekend. And then uh, actually next weekend That's starts. your one. That's a Chris Willems' cycle. No, no, no. Not no, anymore. No. You guys lost just, it. Just... <laughs> Just Durbanville. Did you guys give up the sponsorship? We gave it up. We gave it up. And then uh, next weekend's the start of the Wines to Wales. So it's the first one of three. So, yeah. Have you entered? Yeah. Are you waiting on me? (laughs) I'm waiting on you. (laughs) Hey, to our friends at the the Epic that are responsible for uh, Chris and Ryan Richen's entry. Uh, We're waiting still. Jason, what are you uh, up to this weekend? I leave for Hong Kong (gasps) on Wednesday. So I'm missing. Another holiday. I'll miss the Pinotage event of Wine to Wales or whichever one it is, and then I'll be back for the second two events. Nice. Uh, so you won't, won't be here for the next time in the saddle? Um, You'll be back. You'll be back on Tuesday. You'll, be, you'll make it next Wednesday, yeah? Yeah, I might still make it. Lovely. He's going to bring us gifts. I can't wait. Yes, gifts from I Hong Kong. Nice. Look forward to those regular cycles out every Wednesday from a giant down uh, in Cape Town up through Tamboscliff. It's a beautiful ride. And then uh, afterwards, there'll be something. If it's not a snack like today or today, like it'll be a braai, there'll be something on the go for all cyclists. Uh, Chris, enjoy the rest of your week. What are your plans for the next week? Just training, huh? Right. Weather-wise, Cape Town looking spectacular. Uh, it really does look good. In the mid-20s, if you are wondering about weather in the rest of the country, if you want to get out for a cycle, maybe tomorrow or uh, we're just look, looking at the weekend. Johannesburg, it is going to be 23 degrees Saturday, thunder showers down to 17 on Sunday. Uh, four degrees, it'll start. So uh, that's where we're looking. Durban, plenty of rain in the weekend, 19 degrees with showers. And uh, like I said, Cape Town, it's going to be windy Saturday, but beautiful Sunday for a cycle, 28 degrees.